I'm not supposed to be here. I was told I would die before my 28th birthday, yet I am 50 years old. I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and I have an amazing life despite living with two terminal illnesses. It's time for me to share my story before I can't. So here it goes. I'm Kelly Wilson, and this is my life in pieces. I am really excited about Hometown Month. I want to talk a little bit about what things were like back then. And it was such a different time where parents weren't as on high alert or didn't need to be as they are today. And we just had so much freedom. And the best person to talk about this with me is here. And it's my older sister, Shauna, much older, but, <laughs> but in my one of my favorite, favorite people in the whole world. And uh, so welcome, Shauna. Welcome. Thank you. So we lived in this giant house to three little girls. It seemed massive. And we had a big veranda on the front of our house, the whole way across it, where our grandfather would take us out there and uh, watch thundering and lightning storms. And it just was like our playground. What do you remember about that? I remember mom taking us out there because mom was scared of thunder and lightning. And she took us out there every time to make sure we wouldn't be scared of it. Right. Yeah. But, we played, we, outside, but we played outside in the rain. Right. And you would take us back and forth. On the veranda. Oh, well, I had a baby carriage, a stroller <laughs> that I must have got for Christmas once. Just one of those little gold ones with the four wheels, the four white wheels, like the little mag wheels on it or whatever. And you, I didn't put my dolls in it. I put you guys in it. <laughs> I was just running back and forth the veranda. And mom thought actually one day there was thunder when she come out and you guys were in the, in the carriage taking turns. Go up and down. Like, what a different world and how fortunate were we looking back at the acres and acres oh. of land we had. And we had a brook that was probably three to four acres away. And we would play for hours down there. I remember this one tree and it had uh, tin cups that we would put on the branches and we'd catch pollywogs and put them in little mason jars. Well, and jumping over, I had to get you guys over the brook so you wouldn't get wet. Right. So I was the one who would stand in the water while you guys, I'd take your hand and you'd jump across so you wouldn't get your feet wet because there was almost like a little island where that big tree was. Right. Yeah. So uh, it was the best time. And, you know, it seemed that we would go out to play at like after breakfast and we'd come home at dark and our yeah. parents or they just. Well, they knew we were safe. Right. They were like, oh, we well. assumed we were safe. <laughs> <laughs> they won't drown. They'll be back. <laughs> They'll well, be back. We're all together. Right. There was three of us or five of us. Right. right? Exactly. So, so we my mom, home. she had a cousin and her two daughters were the same age as Shauna and Trina, my two sisters. So it was like, I was the middle child of five, literally. And... <laughs> Nobody liked me. That's not true. Okay, but you, I remember Sheila would uh, yell, you guys play with Kelly, and Sean and Krista would say, fine, but we're not talking to her, 
And then they'd say, okay, well, Katina and Trina, you play with Kelly. Fine, but we're not talking to her either. Anyway, it just was that, you know, did I have the middle child syndrome? Got times a thousand. But it wasn't always like that. It wasn't. No. And the playing in the barn and jumping off in the stacking all the hay up and jumping off the loft. I believe I got pushed. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh yeah. No. But it was such an amazing time. Like we were just talking that, you know, the fields, we had acres and oh, acres and they were apple trees. Yeah. And the fields were mapped off in yeah. acres, but with like um with log log fences, right? And that had turned all gray and dead trees is what they were. And and some fields would be filled with black-eyed Susans. We knew where to pick raspberries, strawberries, strawberries blueberries, blueberries, like it was where to skate, the best places to skate. Yeah. So just to say this, <laughs> now a days, people buy those little rinks, you know it different stores and they put them out there and they flood them so the ice builds up well nope not my parents so there was just there a was puddle. probably not such a thing then it was a puddle okay. so there was a puddle and the sticks from the ground straw straw would come up through so one time we're skating on it and shauna my sister here she fell down and a stick went right through her hand and out the other side. No, it didn't pop out. I had it those great did. big, it was... I, yes, but it didn't break the skin. I had one of those great big wool mitts on yeah. and I said, Kel, I don't feel good. Anyway, we took our, so I took my skates off Then we all had to walk back to the house. Yes. Through the great big field past Doug Speedy's house yeah. and to the front. Who was our neighbor? Uncle Laura was there with the Irvin truck. Remember? He yes. was delivering oil at the time. And mom took my glove off because the stick was sticking out but when she took it off it was just poking out it hadn't broke the skin on the top so i went to the hospital with dad in dad's lap with uncle Lowell driving the truck the urban truck, <laughs> the urban truck. whoops <laughs> and the hospital uh, my er, uncle earl's wife my aunt bobby she was a nurse there as well as my grandmother so anyway it was crazy every time one of my sisters got hurt i cried shauna got hurt another Until time the day you got hurt when we were driving our bikes oh yeah yeah so in harvey or in the urban parts of new brunswick the backwoods right there's no sidewalks so all there is beside the beside the white line is gravel and it's thick sometimes so mom's like you know be safe with your bikes we never had helmets on because we didn't there wasn't such a thing as a bike helmet or a seatbelt right well that's another story <laughs> so we're riding our bikes and you're in front of me and you your tire gets skids into the dirt and you or into the rock and you went down yeah and you skin your whole little finger so i'm mad because i can take both bikes back by myself because you were in so much pain and we made it back to Juanita Pollock's house as far as we could make it yeah and I remember and sitting, I got the bike and you were sitting in the bathroom on the toilet yeah, and gonna she's throw up and she's saying we gotta take you to the hospital I'm not going to the hospital nope you were a tough little bugger even back then it's like nope I can handle this and I was like oh god but I didn't I ended up having to go I still have the scars Scar. but they put like rubber fingers over there it was like to keep the instead Dirt. of stitches it oh, was god. like to keep 
I don't know, scars from happening. I don't know what happened, but I still have scars on my hand. But uh, yeah, even back then, not only did we not have helmets, literally, like everybody drove a giant car. It was like, like a giant car. Plus dad and, had a car. I remember they used to start with a screwdriver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was no seatbelts. The kids were just running around in the back seat. Well, plus we liked it when dad went around a corner because we all go <laughs> oh on the one side or someone was laying in the back window. Right. Right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody had seatbelts. Drinking and driving back then wasn't even a thing. No. Like, I don't know. I think it was, oh, it was like thing. late 60s People or early it. 70s, but it wasn't, you didn't get, get charged for no. drinking and driving. And I don't know. I don't even want to get into that conversation because I don't know how many people would have got killed back in the oh, day. Yeah. But the cars also went like 20 kilometers an hour. It's not like cars went, not really 20, but they didn't go like they do now. I remember coming to town one time with our grandfather, my dad's dad, and I came for a drive with him to town. I thought they moved Fredericton to like the furthest place away. I swear it took half a day to get there. That was my one and only trip. It was literally a 35 minute drive and normally, and it took forever. And McDonald's. Oh, what that a up. treat. I did because mommy said that was a big treat because we usually we would get um, groceries at Coburn's store. Yes. On Saturdays. And then, but at treat, um, mom would bring us into like whether we're getting school supplies or Christmas stuff or whatever, mom would bring us into McDonald's. And I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you got uh, <laughs> big a Mac. big Mac. Oh, and that's when a Big Mac was a Big Mac. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You couldn't and even eat it. That was like once in a month or two and we thought oh, yeah. we were rocking it. Yeah. We were rocking but, the world was such a different place and I myself am so thankful for that squeaky staircase and that you know the the places we had to play and the cracks and crevices on all our property the barn and oh, imagine barn. now the like weekend. you know children a lot of children don't get to experience those wide open spaces and there's so much technology now and I understand that's the way of the world and that can also be a good thing but to have they lose their we, had, we had so much imagination right we just we, we didn't have anything like we just we made forts and we made you know just catching fireflies yeah we were you know how often we were underneath the veranda in the dirt do you playing know, with the spiders like just there was huge black and white spiders and we're it's like you know come for dinner you know come in for dinner and it's like yeah we're down here mom like mom's walking across the veranda we're underneath it yeah. like hide and go seek and on the tire know, swing oh every huge tire swing yeah we we just we had the best best early life i think that three little girls could have and I wouldn't change it for anything and I I think now as an adult I appreciate when I am around you know the woods and the you know Nature. I appreciate it more because it almost not only does it feel peaceful now it takes me back to my childhood and, and you know it was really a, a great place and a 
a great start that we had and safe. the smell of lilac bushes and yeah, oh, safe. yeah safe safe hay imagine yeah. hay remember haying mm. even we're little we're tiny and we're walking around a tractor and up on the high wagon once it's full of hay bales yeah sitting on grampy's knee driving the big old tractor hey we used to walk through once we were down by the brook do you remember we used to go so next door all the cows and stuff right we were walking with all the cows and horses licking the salt lick yeah i think you guys made me do that one time <laughs> just just because you were checking out well yeah it's tequila <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what tequila was back then i don't even know if they made tequila back then <laughs> Anyway, I want to thank you very much for coming on my podcast because you are like the best thing ever and having you have those memories and the same ones as me and, and live in this life we have had together for you quite a few years more than me. Right. But uh, anyway, thank you very much. I love you. I love you too.